What up, y'all? It's Fry Daddy here, back again with you on Bullpen BS. Today we're going to be um, discussing um, the free agency class um, for Major League Baseball this year, um, what the offseason's been about. Uh, we're going to dive into, you know, some of the signings that we've that we've seen thus far. Um, you know, kind of how um, Amazon has um, bailed out um, the biggest uh, regional sports network um, entity, and and last but not least, certainly dive into the biggest off off season signing ever. Um, with Shohei Otani and the Los Angeles Dodgers. But first, I want to dive in and um, just thank y'all. Um, there's been a, a just a, a crazy amount of um, people reach out that um, are fired up about the podcast that are, um, you know, just well wishes and um, comments. And, and there's already a ton of people that have already dove in and listened to the first episode and, um, guys, I just want to thank you for that. Um, uh, this is really, uh, like I said, in the first episode, this is really just an outlet for me to, to be able to discuss the things that I love that I'm passionate about and to, to know that there's so many of you out there that are, that are eager to, to listen and, 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 um, you know, to, to help me along here. I just, I think it's fantastic. And so, um, you know, what I, I, I would ask if, 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 you think about it um, is to to rate it and review it on the um, platform that you're listening to, whether it be Apple Podcasts or Spotify or Google Podcasts. Um, rate it and review it. Um, push us up the list so um, we can have uh, just that much more of an outreach. Um, and lastly, um, I've got an email uh, address attached to this podcast. It's bullpen BS Friday at gmail.com it's b-u-l-l-p-e-n-b-s-f-r-y-d-a-d-d-y at gmail.com guys i really would love um your opinions your comments your questions because i think that that's really you know that's what drove me to do this and to, to begin with i already know what i how i feel about this stuff the things that i love is to be able to to grab hold of what people's uh, what other people's opinions are uh, on this stuff because I, it's amazing how far and wide um this stuff stretches um and how it's interpreted by by so many folks and so i i really really would love to hear from you um reach out to that um that email uh, bullpenbsfrydaddy at gmail.com Okay. Uh, first things first. What I'd love to do is just dive into some of the the um, the biggest names that have that we've seen signed so far. It really was a really good free agent class. Um, uh, there were some really big names and some some guys that signed in some places that I think are really really going to help um, a lot of these organizations um, push some of these franchises over the top. And um, it really gives some of these some of these franchises that were right there on the cusp. Um, it, it kind of pushes them further uh, to to that much closer to a World Series title, and so you know I think some of the biggest names, uh, obviously, uh, other than Otani, which we'll dive into here 
uh, in a little while. You know, Josh Hader signed with the with the Houston Astros the other day, and I hated that because I I, I really wanted him to be a part of 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 what we were doing here in Texas um, with the Rangers. Uh, I think that you know if there was a glaring um, deficiency on that on that World Series team last year it definitely was the bullpen they figured it out in the in the postseason they really did and they they put some really really good stretches together there when it when when they needed to uh or when they had to um but but to be able to have a back end bullpen guy like hater um i I think would have really just would have would have pushed us to a place to where um you know we we try to figure out the sixth, seventh, and eighth, and and hand it over to Hater. Um, and I and I, I really truly do think that we've got the arms right now. Um, you know whether it be in Spores or, or Leclerc. Um, you know we we lost Will Smith and and um, who knows about Chapman, but but um, you know to be able to 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 have some of those guys. You know Cody Bradford. Who knows what he's going to do? I think that that's a guy that that. Um, you know, depending on what uh, the, the the rotation looks like for Texas moving into spring training here, and and I guess in here in just a few weeks, um, you know, that's a guy that that you can um, let let eat up some 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 quality innings out of the pen. But to be able to have a, a guy like Hater to go out there and throw your ninth, man, just a big 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 time deal. So hats off to the Astros for signing him. It was a big deal, a deal that that Texas probably wasn't willing to do anyway. I think it was five years, ninety five million or something like that. That's a, that's a deal that that I don't think Chris Young and and Ray Davis would do anyway. But but. But big time sign there. Chris Sale uh, signed with the Atlanta Braves. Um, you know, obviously Chris Sale uh, when he was you know with the White Sox and even early with Boston. Geez, what a weapon! Um, you know, now he's coming off a couple injuries that that who knows who he'll be when 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 he gets there. But if he's right, man, wow, what a what a uh, what an addition to an already stacked rotation. Uh, the Orioles signed Craig Kimbrell. Look, the Orioles were, um, you know, the best team in the American League last year um, for 162 games, and and um, you know to, to be able to sign a guy, a back end guy like Kimbrell, um, you know, it'll be interesting to see what they do with him. Um, whether he'll be, you know, more of a uh, an eighth inning guy, or maybe even you know a guy that bridges. Um, the starters to the back end guys because they've already got a, a pretty stacked back end um, that got them deep last year, and so uh, that will be interesting to see what they do with Kimbrel. Um, now, to where you guys, you know, I say you guys. There's a lot of followers from back home uh, in Kansas that are that are huge Royals fans. Guys, look, I know that the the names probably aren't um, going to knock your eyeballs out. But but I really like what Kansas City's been able to do with the with the limited, um, you know, funds that they have, uh, you know, in signing uh, Michael Walker and Hunter Renfro and 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 everybody's favorite guy around here in Texas, uh, Will Smith, which should be Kansas City's favorite guy right now too, because that dude has been on the last three World Series rosters, World Series winning rosters. Uh, he's won three World Series titles in a row, and so. Um, 
I, I would think that, you know, between Atlanta, Houston, and Texas, uh, if I'm Kansas City, I'm thinking, man, here we go. Um, and so, uh, but I really do like what they've done, you know, and signing Lugo as well. I, I just really like what they've done. They've got a super young roster. Um, you know, people would argue, certainly Royals fans, that um, that thing just got dismantled uh, in a hurry. Um, but with a guy like Bobby Witt Jr. and, um, you know, uh, a guy like that to build around, I really, really like what they've done. Um, now the Dodgers. Um, gosh dang it. It, it. it bothers me what they've done. Um, it probably bothers everybody but Dodgers fans, right? And so um, not only do you have the Otani deal, 10 years, an ungodly amount, $700 million. Um, but they also went out and signed Yoshinobu Yamamoto, uh, who was in the Nippon, you know, Japanese league. They signed him for 12 years, $325 million. They, they, they got glass Tyler glass now from Tampa, uh, on a five year, $135 million deal. They signed Teoscar Hernandez, um, you know, big slugger that was, you know, in, in, in Seattle and Toronto, uh, and they signed him for a, a, a one-year deal, twenty-three and a half million. Man, that's that's almost a one and a half billion dollars that they went out and spent this free agent season. And I just, you know, parity has become such a big deal in in all of sports. Really, it's it's always been the goal. Um, I think for for fans and owners alike, right? Like parody is a big time deal. It's we, we love parody. We love to see um, different teams having a chance to be able to, to win a title in their respective sport. But what I think this does, and, and, and people would argue the Yankees have done this for, for years, right? But not at this level, not at, not at what they're doing, right? And we're going to dive into that here in just a little while, especially with, with, with how they structured Otani's deal. But man, I, I'm just not a fan of of what they've done because it almost, it almost takes the fun out of, um, out of the game, right? Now, you know, again, people would go back and say, well, look at what the Mets did last year. Look how much money the Mets spent last year. and What'd that get them? A fourth-place finish in the National League East Division. Didn't even make playoffs. Got whooped all year. Ended up having a fire sale at the end of July, um, you know, and trading away Scherzer and Verlander. And um, it, it, it obviously didn't work for them. But but the Dodgers have, have sustained dominance in the National League for a while now. Um, and, and for them to be able to go out and spend almost a billion and a half um, on their free agent class is just, um, I don't know, man. We'll, we'll talk about it more. Uh, the, the Yankees, I, I felt like, did a good job. You know, they went out and signed Marcus Stroman and, and got Verdugo in, in her division from Boston, um, you know, and then made a, made a giant trade uh, early in the offseason for, for Juan Soto. Uh, I think people thought that that was really going to be the big time deal of the off season until the, this whole Otani thing just blew up. Um, but, but, but I thought that the Yankees did a good job of not really getting crazy, but, but, but filling some holes nonetheless. Um, you know, maybe the second best 
um, signing of the of the offseason thus far uh, has been the Phillies re-signing Aaron Noah. Um, you know, to, to be able to re-sign your number one and and make sure that that part of your of your rotation is is set in stone. Man, what a big time deal that is! And and so uh, I, I really like that. The the, the Giants um, went out and got former Cy Young Award winner Robbie Ray uh, in a trade with the Mariners, um, coming off a, a surgery of his own. Um, missed most, of, if not all, of, of the twenty three season, um, and, and and so I think that that's a that, that's a good good sign by San Francisco, and then signing Jordan Hicks, the 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 big time arm um, that's been a back end bullpen guy for the Cardinals, you know, lighting up radar guns at one hundred and four. Um, they signed him to be a starter. They're going to transform him. There's, I I don't know how I feel about that. You know, look, the, Texas tried to do that um, here a few years back with Neftali Feliz, um, and, and and it just didn't work. And 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 some would argue, you know, look, uh, the 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 2012 World Series probably got to him um, mentally. Would he have ever come back? I don't know. That that's that's to be discussed, right? But but trying to 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 make him, you know, bringing him from the back end of the bullpen to trying to make him a starter and the experiment that that was did not go well with Texas. Um, who's to say how this will go with Jordan? He's still a young arm. Uh, will he lose some velocity? It, probably because of longevity purposes, right? But but he's still going to be pumping cheese balls in there, and I I think that that. Um, it'll be interesting to see how San Francisco develops him as a starter. And then finally, um, Sonny Gray signing with St. Louis. I think that that's a good sign. Um, St. Louis has kind of been, you know, beat around a little bit. Um, they're, they've been trying to kind of find their way after, you know, the, their their World Series years there in, in the in the middle uh, 2010s. Um, you know when the Pujols years and 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 the Larusa year, you know when they were really trying, when they were really dominating the National League, they've been kind of um, misfiring. You know, with um, Wainwright getting older and Yachty getting older, and those guys finally um, being ushered out. But but I think that uh, that's a really good sign for St. Louis and Sonny Gray. Um, that's a guy that can get you 200 innings um, almost every year. Um, some of the guys that are still remaining out there, Blake Snell, a two-time Cy Young Award winner, right? Like He's interesting because he his walk rate is so high that I think that people are that they're hesitant to pull the trigger on a guy that, um, I mean, can't throw it over a whole ton. My argument is, well, he's throwing it up, throwing it over enough to to win a couple Cy Youngs, you know. Um, but but what's his price tag, and and you know that that becomes um, you know a, a totally different um, conversation and ball game there. Um, Jordan Montgomery, you know, he's a guy that that uh, Texas traded for late uh, in July, and that dude came in and was just an absolute work workhorse for for the Rangers um, World Series run. Um, man, I, I would love as a Rangers fan for them to try to figure it out. And I believe the longer that this thing gets drawn out, you know, because the Yankees have, have really been involved. He came up with the Yankees. Um, 
you know, he he he, he was uh, traded uh, to the Cardinals uh, at the deadline here a couple years ago, and then was traded to the Rangers at the deadline here in '23, um, and, and really pitched himself into probably a a, a, a decent payday. Um, and and I I just hope that that CY and and Davis pony up enough dough to bring that dude back because you know with us being short on pitching, um, you know with Scherzer out until at least the All Star break, if not a little bit later with his back surgery, um, Degrom coming off of his um, Tommy John, and and um, you know I think that you know. Nate Evaldi, who was a who was just a you know a bulldog there, really the whole year, just just really anchored that staff. Um, but he's always been an injury question mark. I think signing Monty would be a big big deal in in trying to solidify a rotation with John Gray, and who's also kind of injury riddled. And um, you know, I think it would be a, a it would just help them sustain you know till, till they can get some guys back healthy um cody bellinger um you know former rookie of the year and um kind of fizzled out in in, in la and kind of found himself again with the cubbies and um um interesting to, to see what his price tag is as well and then a, a, a name that's been thrown around here uh, in the DFW Metroplex for a long time, Clayton Kershaw, who's um, wondering, everybody's wondering if he's finally ready to come home. Um, he, you know, a Highland Park product, and um, you know, I think that it, I think he still lives here in the off season. So, you know, I think that there's everybody wants you know to see uh, what that would look like. I think that that. You know, that's a probably a one or two year flyer contract that CY may w- want to pull the trigger on with the Rangers just to, again, maybe help get, you know, even if it's only 120, 140 innings, um, you know, to, to really kind of help us solidify a, 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 a starting rotation until some guys can get healthy. Um, we mentioned that Amazon. Um, came in and bailed out Bally Sports or the Diamond Sports Group. Um, the Diamond Sports Group is what owns Bally Sports, and and it's the old um, Fox Sports Regional Sports Networks. Um, I think that there's 37 total professional teams that they have that's in um, that has been in in limbo when they went bankrupt in was it April, March, or April last year uh, of 23. Um, and you know, it was just a big, big mess. And there was a lot of teams that, um, once, once Bally sports took over the, the contracts were too high. And there's a lot of, there's a lot of fans that lost their team that, you know, lost, um, I guess the TV rights to, to watch their team play every night. Um, you know, we did here. I mean, here at my house, we had this network for a few years. And and when we used to have Fox Sports Southwest and watch the Rangers every night, then when my sports took over, we lost that. And I didn't get to watch the Rangers for a couple summers in a row. It killed me. Um, and I finally told Jen, my wife, that, um, you know, I'm going to bite the bullet and get direct TV streams just so I can watch 
Valley Sports Southwest every night so I can watch the Rangers every night. And Amazon came through and, and bailed them out of their bankruptcy. It'll be interesting to see how that works because there's a lot of, of, of um, intricate pieces there where, um, you know, it's probably going to be uh, televised on, on, on Amazon Prime, Prime Video, um, who knows what that will cost? They haven't even said they haven't even said how much they bailed them out for. It's a, all they've said is it's a minority stake in Diamond Sports, but I can't imagine it. You know, being one of those things. If it's just a minority stake, then why would everybody be saying that it's probably going to be on Amazon Prime Video, right? And so, um, what sucks for for all of us Rangers fans and and two other teams. Um, the Cleveland Guardians and the Minnesota Twins, us three are still the three teams that they haven't quite figured out what they want to do with us. Um, and so I'm hoping, and, and they've said, they've set a deadline, I think uh, March 1st or, or beginning of March, um, that everybody will know those three teams included what it's going to look like, right? And so it, it Worst case scenario, I think it, it goes back to just being on um, DirecTV stream, Fubo, and uh, another streaming platform um, where where you can still watch Rangers games and Guardians games and Twins games. But I'm hoping, with without a huge price tag attached to it, that it'll be on Prime Video and, and everything, and everybody will be happy again. Everybody, if they want, if they choose to, can see their favorite team play again, and I'm excited about that. Um, but what it's really done for the Rangers in particular and probably the Guardians and Twins also is nobody knows what that, con- that TV contract is going to look like. So what does that do to free agent spending? It puts a hiatus to it. It puts a halt to it in a, in a sense that, hey, we really want to go out and sign Jordan Montgomery. But if, if Jordan has a price tag that's a little bit out of where we're comfortable, if we don't know what that TV contract looks like, we can't go out and sign a guy like that. And so it's it's really put us in a, in a limbo where – um, I, I hope that all that stuff gets figured out and it, and it ends up being uh, happily ever after um, that we sign Montgomery and, and, and we get the nice TV deal, whether it be through Bally's or whether it be through Prime Video. Um, okay, let's dive into this whole Otani thing. I don't like it because I think that it has ruined parody in the game, not only signing him, but signing, signing Yamamoto and uh, signing Glasnow and signing Teoscar Hernandez. You know, I think that, <coughs> excuse me. I, I think that it, it, it just, I, I don't like it for the, the, the simple fact that the deferred money. Okay. Deferred money is not new in sports, certainly not new in major league baseball. Everybody loves Bobby Bonilla day because he gets, um, his, his <laughs> yearly allowance from the Mets. Um, I think it's like a $1.1 million every year for like 30 years or something like that. It's crazy. It's funny. Um, 
But man, it it really took a whole new tune this year in the Otani deal. He signed a 10-year, $700 million deal with 680 of it being deferred. Okay, so essentially, it's a 10-year, $20 million deal. So $2 million a year is what he's going to make, quotation marks. Um, and, you know, it it's brilliant on Otani and his representation and what they've done, not only from the deferment, uh, because it, what it allows them to do is is still go out and have a ton of money to spend on other guys. That's how they were able to go out and get Yamamoto, and that's how they were able to, to get Glasnow and Teoscar Hernandez. And, you know, it, they were able to go out and still get a lot of guys, not just, you know, run-of-the-mill guys, but, but impact guys. Um but man, it sounds like it's also going to allow Otani to completely avoid California taxes afterwards, you know, through the deferment because he's, you know, if he doesn't choose to live in California post that contract, um, which could save him close to $98 million over the 10 year period period of deferment, um, now I think that the the big question when it happened was what does that do to the luxury tax piece? Right? Because you can't just have a guy like Otani on a 2 million dollar a year. That's ridiculous, right? And so it ended up being this uh, the 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 contract as far as I guess the commissioner's office is concerned and luxury tax is concerned is it, it ends up being a 10 year, $460 million contract. So, so essentially it's counting $46 million toward um, the luxury tax. Okay. And, and they've got, listen, they've got other guys on, on their roster too. Mookie Betts has $115 million in deferred payments. Freddie Freeman has $57 million in, in deferred payments, right? Like all of that stuff's fine, but but you you can't start having this kind of stuff running through Major League Baseball because there's only a select few organizations that are going to be able to pull it off to begin with. Right, like that money is eventually going to have to get paid by somebody. You know, whether the 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 current regime, you know, if they just bail on the, you know, they they put the Dodgers up for sale in you know twenty thirty three, and 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 you know make it somebody else's problem. You know, they're going to have to be able to to pay that somehow, some way, one of these days. Right, and and you've got probably 90% of major league baseball organizations that, that, that can't pull that off. There's no way that they even have enough revenue to be able to pull something like that off. Right. And so, so the rich get richer and um, it, it takes, in my opinion, parody out of the game. Um, and I, that makes me sick because I love the game and I love seeing, you know, <laughs> I mean, of course, I loved watching my Rangers being able to pull off what they pulled off this year. 
And a lot of people are like, well, you want to talk about big contracts? How about Seager's contract? How about Simeon's contract? How about, you know, uh, DeGrom's contract? How about the 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 money that they're going to have to pay out to Scherzer? And, and like, okay, I get it. But, but I, again, I still think that that pales in comparison to what the Dodgers are, are, are well, not attempting that they did pull off. Um, and look, like the, the Players Association right now is loving it because um, it's making the the market just continue to increase. And <laughs> but in my opinion, man, the the salary cap should mean something. It should mean something, right? Like if. If you want to go out and sign these kind of guys, that's fine. You can do that, but you're it's it's gonna it's gonna end up biting you, right? Um, I think that that it shouldn't matter how much money you're 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 putting out there to spend, so that parity is still something that is a huge part of what we're doing here, right? Um, the problem with that is is that the current collective bargaining agreement doesn't end until 2026. And so, you know, <coughs> excuse me, but by by the time that the end of this current CBA is done, who knows what what will happen with some of these guys. Right? Like some of the, some of this younger talent that's in the game right now between, you know, um, you know, a, a guy like Adley Rushman and 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 um, you know, uh I know that Fernando Tatis Jr. has probably already signed his big deal. Um, you know, Mike Trout kind of had his chance and blew it. Um, but, but you know, some of these younger guys that, that are um, going to get paid here directly, what what does it do to, to their contracts? Like how inflated are those contracts going to be in, um, in def- because of deferred payments and what Otani has established here? And so, um, it'll be interesting. I, I, I don't know how I, you know, I do know how I feel about it. I, I, I don't like it, but, but it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. Um, because I mean, you know, look, Texas has got some young guys of their own and, um, you know, we only got to see a, a little bit of a glimpse of, um, of Evan Carter. Um, but you know, there, there's some other young guys, um, that are, that are coming up in the Rangers system and, you know, they, they've already had some guys that are, that are, um, you know, with invites to, to spring training. Um, and so, you know, it'll, it'll be interesting to see how it all unfolds. Um, I'm sure it probably will be um, something that is maybe priority number one when the owners and the players association go to meet for a new collective bargaining agreement. Um, guys, th- this has been fun. It's been it's been awesome for me to just get some of this stuff off my chest and and just discuss it and digest it here um, with y'all. If you if you find it in your heart to to listen after you listen to this episode to go and rate it and review it on the platform that you listen to it on or 
all of the platforms that you listen to it on, I'd love that. I'd really appreciate it. Um, it'll just push us up to, to reach more, more ears. Um, questions, comments, um, concerns, anything of the nature, reach out to me, bullpen BS Friday at gmail.com guys. Uh, this has been fun. Um, I'm looking forward to the next one. Um, hopefully, like I said, in the first one, we will be doing this a couple, two, three times a week. Um, and, and, and if you guys have, um, you know, topics of your own, reach out to me with those two. Let's dive into it. Let's get into it. Um, hopefully we'll have some guests coming soon. Um, but for now, uh, that's it. So this has been Fry Daddy with Bullpen BS. Uh, looking forward to the next one. We'll see you then.